Mr. Keller. Mr. Khan. Greetings on this spooky <laughs> Halloween. Greetings right back to you. Nice. Halloween is upon us once again. It is. And the spectrum of emotions run from joy and delight all the way to dread, <laughs> fear. Let's dig into Halloween, shall we, Mr. Kaler? Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Uh, the history. Do we want to start with the origins? Uh, Where does it all come from? I think that's probably the logical thing to do. All right. Well, in my extensive research, mm. along with my uh, intern's research, of course. Quite right, Kaler. It's one of those holidays, and, and we'll call it a holiday because that's how it starts out. It starts out as a, a Celtic festival, a festival called Samhain. And it came at the end of the summer. It was in essence, the Celtic New Year. And it was thought to be the day of the dead where the souls of the deceased would be available to be summoned. For internships. Yeah, for internships. Yeah. <laughs> for internships. And the Celts would celebrate it by dancing around bonfires to keep evil spirits away. The people would leave their doors open in hopes good spirits of loved ones might join them around their hearth, their fireplace. And the Celts were known to have worn costumes, typically of animal heads and skins. They burned their crops and they sacrificed animals. So that's really the first phase. Indeed. So we've got this pagan tradition that begins in Northwestern, Western Europe. Sure. All right. So I'm going to say that as Christianity was spreading, the church perhaps adopted. Well, there's a, there's like a group of people that kind of play a role. Yeah. You, you know, before even Christianity mm. comes around, you got the gr group of people that we've, we've talked about quite a few times before. Uh, our friends, the Romans. Yeah. Uh, in that first century AD, um, they had two pagan festivals. So, you know, you get this, you know, as I like to call it in my global classes, cultural diffusion, you get these blending of ideas. Right, because the Romans, they marched up north and they, they occupied. They occupied Britain. Yeah. Yeah. And their two festivals were Feralia, which was a commemoration of the dead. Uh -huh. And then a day to honor one of their goddesses, the goddess of fruits and trees. Pomona. A, Pomona, yeah. And isn't it odd that, well, let me ask you, let me throw it out. What popular Halloween custom nowadays is derived from this time from the day of Pomona? Remember, she was the goddess of fruits and trees. Fruits and trees. Yeah. So a pumpkin technically, Kaler, is a fruit because it has seeds, but that's yes. not what I'm going Okay. With. Given that this is like a Roman type of thing and thinking of the climate in the Mediterranean, I'm thinking and uh, French. You do apple. it. Le pomme. It's bobbing for apples. There you yeah. go. There you go. Hey, Kaler and Khan just made me a smarter man. <laughs> Watch the previous, uh, listen to the previous episode. <laughs> Links in the show notes. <laughs> and then, yeah, you're right. They get to, um, you know, they get to, uh, of course, the early Christians then come in. Uh, second century, third century. And then I think it's, I think we mentioned this guy before, Pope Gregory. Gregorio. 
Pope Gregorio, ninth, ninth century. Here's where we get a blending of a couple of different holidays right around this time. Okay. You've got All Saints Day, mm-hmm. which is November 1st. Now, was that was that a creation of the Catholic Church? Yes. To sort of like fold in this idea of honoring the dead that we have from both the Roman tradition yes. and the Celtic? Yes. Uh, clever, and then clever. less than a century later, um, it's documented that in a small French monastery, November 2nd, was then made into what they called All Souls Day. Okay. By the 1500s, Christian children had celebrated the vigil of all saints by doing the dance macabre. Oh. And that's where we start to then get into some of this scary stuff that we know of today. So we fast forward to the modern, the, the modern, and that's your favorite time. Victorian times. Indeed, but before we go there, just a momentary pause, if we may. This is... The Dance Macabre. That violin is spooky. (laughs) Mr. Kaler, to digress, (laughs) in Robert Morris Elementary School Uh in Batavia, New York, Uh our music teacher... Mrs. Holmes. Whoa. Yes. She would, at at Halloween time, one of the songs she would play is Dance Macabre, like on the record Uh player. Uh And there was like a film strip that went along with this that had macabre scenes, you know, the Halloween cat dancing skeleton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cartoons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cartoons. Yeah. And, And as a fun treat for the kids, as this picked up pace, she would angle the... The, the film strip projector up towards like the ceiling and the wall and you know these crazy angles and we just thought it was amazing and you walked out there with PTSD you were frightened to death well you know I, I don't know if we were frightened to death but I, I'll tell you you know much more easily entertained in the days before the yeah. interwebs uh, uh. you know <laughs> a film strip projector <laughs> film strip. on the ceiling and our minds yeah. were blown before the we were, light blew out and we were like I can't wait oh my god <laughs> Today, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's uh, the little things, Mr. Khan. It is the little things, Mr. Kaler. All right, so I we, we got up to uh, the modern era. Yes, Halloween comes to America. Now, I'm going to guess that uh, as we learned in our Christmas episode, yes, the Puritans did not like Christmas. Oh boy, those Puritans again. They, they did not like Christmas. The celebration. The celebration of, of yeah. Christmas. And so they didn't do it. So I'm going to guess, given our puritanical founding. I see where you're going. I'm going to guess that it was a bit of a hard sell at first, mm-hmm. especially in the Northeast. My of guess, course. My guess is once you got a little further south, like perhaps Maryland. Okay. You know, a place that dared name itself after. Queen Mary. So I feel like they were maybe a little less than... The Puritans. Yeah. Well, Maryland was a Catholic colony. I thought you were going with what group of people, you know, if we're talking the mid-18, early 1800s, mid-1800s. Okay. So, you know, if we're talking about the modern All Hallows' Eve, Uh you know, what groups of people are bringing those customs over with them here to America 
that are that's really changing the dynamic of of how we will ultimately celebrate this holiday. Okay. What group? Well, I mean, you've got your European immigration. There you go. Yeah. Particularly. Oh gosh, middle. So was this be our German? 1840s. Yeah. Okay. Germans, uh, English, Irish, Scandinavian. Yeah. And that's you know from the research that that my intern did again. Mm. Shout out Get to my intern. To nice. To the work that they did, it's, you know, that they found out that it's from this time, the 1840s, where our trick or treat custom, that tradition actually begins. So, middle 1800s. Yep. The country has not yet fought the Civil War. Correct. And we've got the idea of let's dress up, scary, mm-hmm. knock upon doors. And basically demand tricks or treats. Yeah, beg people for either a trick or a treat. And what kind of tricks would happen? Because my understanding is that the the holiday kind of mellowed out a little bit, that there was like a bit of like debauchery and and violence, like the pranks could get quite not, you know, fun, ha ha ha, what a cute little prank, like, but... Vandalism. Yeah, like bad vandalism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this all takes a turn in the mid-1800s? 1800s, yeah, mid 1800s, okay. and then you know by the beginning of the 20th century, by the you know Roaring Twenties, uh, Great Depression, 1930s, uh, the holiday the holiday becomes, uh, you know, kind of goes away from that religious connotation to a more community based secular activity. Yeah, um, and that's you know. I, think probably where we still are today of course yeah i would think yeah. quite a bit of the population is unfamiliar with the idea that on november 1st that's all saints day yeah you know i mean if obviously if you were raised in the catholic tradition you know this but sure if you weren't or you didn't have friends uh who were i mean hopefully you had friends uh it's <laughs> another reason hey that's another podcast kayla and con <laughs> make friends don't worry folks you need a few more friends in your life we got your guide. <laughs> You'll be as popular as Kaler and Khan themselves. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, I mean, oh, you know, of course, then things, you know, by the uh, 1950s, you know, things post-World War II, things kind of pretty much progressed to what they are today. Commercialization. Commer- they, I knew you were going there. I Only because you were going there first, buddy. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you know, I mean, I imagine, you know, back then it, it was, you know, the, the references to the Day of the Dead and things. That's why we had people dressing up like ghosts and skeletons. Mm-hmm. Um, the devil thing, dressing up like the devil, was that part of it, too? Or was that just, you know, like the evil spirit? Yeah, so I think that's probably was... the evil spirit, you know, that connection. Okay. That connection to that. And then as it commercializes, we start to then get the other kinds of costumes. But what about the treats? Yes, Indeed. My favorite part. Old overlord, Milton Hershey. There you go. So listen, I have some... uh, Listen, he's got his chocolatey (laughs) mitts in your pockets. (laughs) Well, I have, um, you know, I want to kind of... I want to give you a couple of facts, and then I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Okay, okay. um, To see if you really know your treat history. Did you know that quarter of all the candy that's sold annually in the United States is purchased for Halloween. That is astonishing. And it's about $6 billion. You want to talk commercialism. $6 billion total of which about $3 billion is on candy. 
So, oh, so the other three billion is on costumes, costumes and decor, yes, fog machines. Yes, 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 yes. And quick tidbit, this is going to have you, I think, chuckling a bit. Okay. So in 2019, yes. the last date that I found this fact for, Americans spent $490 million on costumes. For whom? Oh, Pets. Of course. Of course. Almost half a billion dollars on on, on dressing Fido up. Yeah. Uh, what does that say about America? Well, it says that we're very into our pets. There you go. Well, Mr. Kaler, <laughs> yes. I've got some news for you. Yeah. All right. So, looking at our candy consumption, uh, oh, right, as a share of the Halloween pie. Yes. Do you know what the largest share of the Halloween candy? Oh yeah! Oh oh! And who did you? I'm I'm curious if our sources were the same. You mean the most popular candy? Well, the one that accounts for the largest share yeah. of, of of candy that was sold. Okay, I'm gonna take a guess. Ready? One, two, three. Reese's, Reese's Peas and oh, I mean no Reese's, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Reese's Cup. Yes. Oh yes. my gosh, Mr. You're Kaler. in turn and you on the same page. We just had a moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you get the the second most popular? Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar? It's not a Hershey's product. I had Kit Kat at 15%. I have Skittles. <gasps> I only have Skittles at 5%. <gasps> this is from one day ago. Maybe that's the updated 2022. But if that's so, then Skittles have fallen mightily. This was, my source was Eyewitness News Channel 3 from Hartford, Connecticut. <laughs> What what other candies did you get in your in your top five? Uh, top five, Reese's cups, yeah, Kit Kat, Snickers, Hershey's. Hershey's what? Just Hershey's. So I'm assuming that's Kisses. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, and then M and M's. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I got M and M's too. Candy corn, eight percent. Ugh, candy corn's terrible. Um, not condoned by the <laughs> by the dentists of America. <laughs> 100% unadulterated sugar. Corn uh, syrup. That's true. All right, who were your top five, or what were your top uh, five? Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, yeah. Skittles, M&M's, and um, those are the top three. And then I, I had to include, of course, Hershey yeah. from our corporate sponsor, Milton Hershey. That's right. Um, Hershey's Kisses were seventh. Okay, now I also came across this graphic from, <laughs> website just says, Candy Industry. <laughs> Ah, all right. Let me do. Now here's here's the one from the USA Today, and this was the most hop, uh, popular Halloween treat by state, Forget New York State, it. and this is based on an online survey. Forty-two thousand two hundred and thirty-eight influencer users uh, from September twentieth to 29th, twenty fifteen. So it's a little out of date. Okay, but back in twenty fifteen, New York State favorite candy. Sweet tarts. Really? Mm-hmm. Not much to them. No. Now, I'm looking across here. Milky Way. Favorite. That that was out in Colorado. I can get on board with a Milky Way. So Milky Way is Mars, is it not? It is. <laughs> um, if there's one thing you need to know, Mr. Khan. Yes. If you're going to be a corporate chill, mm. you better be plugging Milton Hershey. California, lifesavers. <laughs> <laughs> Texas... Candy corn. Mm. Oh, Arizona. 
Toblerone. <laughs> I'm not making it. It's right there. Toblerone. So, we've got our modern commercialized. We're spending a lot of money on dog costumes and cat costumes and... May I bring up another point? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, so, you know, we talk about the things that we do nowadays and, you know, we're, we're talking about commercialism of of the holiday. Yes. Uh, but, you know, if we're talking commercialism, we also got to talk about how Halloween could actually be good. Oh. Commercially. Besides ah. the candy, okay. all that. Okay. Because think of, and, and here's a question I'm going to throw you out, you know, throw out to you. Uh, think of the handful of towns around or cities around the country that rely on and make a lot of money when it comes to tourism, oh, holiday sure. themed tourism. Now, if I'm going to ask you, spookiest towns to visit? Salem. Okay. There's more. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know you know the southern one because it's somewhere in the state of New York. Hmm. Oh, uh, it happens to be this, the, Oh, not Amityville. No, no. Okay. A little upstate. Hmm. Attica. No, <laughs> no. Let me, let me throw out. Let me throw out a name. Uh. Van Tassel. Oh, Spooky Hollow, uh, uh, Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Irvington. Yeah, there you go. Sleepy Hollow, New York. There we go. Um, I also found out that besides Salem, as you mentioned, Indeed. Massachusetts, mm -hmm. Sleepy Hollow, New York, uh, another big spooky town to visit, the Big Easy. Oh, of course. You got the Voodoo Queen. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. And and I got to tell you, the handful of times that I was down there, that was one part of town. I Even in the daytime, even outside of the season, those voodoo shops, a little on the scary side. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not going to lie. Yeah. A little I, intimidating. I get, I get that. I get that. So, Mr. Keller. Yep. As, as a young lad, whereabouts in this great country did you grow up? Ooh, do I have to divulge that? Well, uh, downstate it, New York. Downstate New York. Yes. Okay. So, downstate New York, Long Island? Perhaps. Uh, it's always so mysterious. So, you know, what are your, you got any favorite memories from, you know, what was Halloween like for you, Mr. Kelly? You know, I, the, the only images that I have in my head um, are coming home from school. I remember it always being cold. Hmm. Uh, so always having a, like a jacket on under my costume. And I always just remember being very generic costumes for the time, you know. Hmm. I date myself. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was the cowboy, mm -hmm. the soldier. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, an astronaut? Not an astronaut. Okay. You know, those are the only two Johnny that... Unitas? <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, sports, you know, a baseball player or, yeah. you know, just because of the ease of the costume. Gotcha. You know, I, gotcha, I came gotcha. from a large family, so it was, you know, we weren't going out and... Um, Spending tons of money on costumes. Do you, well, do you remember those super inexpensive costumes? Yes. That like they were yes. like a vinyl yes. suit. Yes. And just like a plastic mask. It was that a was, throwaway. And that plastic mask was impervious to both water yes. and air. Like it would yeah. just condense up and you'd have yes. this nasty condensation yes. like on yeah, the inside of it. Yeah, and you'd suffocate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was very close to just about the equivalent of putting a plastic bag on you. Sure. Head. Sure. Um, yeah. So, well, it's no secret. I grew up in Batavia, New York. 
and you know it would get cold it would get i mean we had some there i can remember times where there was snow on the ground when we were trick trick-or-treating and did your parents go trick-or-treating with you oh no yeah it was it was just kids yeah I and mean, i think it, you got to there was almost this stigma you got to a certain age yeah if your parents were still with you no no but even like it, you got to a certain age and you kind of stopped doing it yeah you self you're sort of like yeah ah, i'm too old for this yeah 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 um but yeah you definitely you know and it, it just i feel like you saw everybody from your class and like you know because elementary school you know you had your class that you're with and then sure. like the neighboring class and your friends that were in that like i just feel like you just saw everybody out and there were just like you know hordes of children yeah did you have the Halloween parade at school? Oh, of course. There you go. Of course. And that was always that was always so cool. Yeah. You know, seeing the older kids when you were younger, seeing the older kids come through and then when when they were older. But you know, there were a couple of times like when I was playing hockey, um, there were a couple of times where, hey. there were a couple of times where I had practice on Halloween. You know, I was still young enough that I wanted to like go trick or treating. But like wow. blasphemous. Well, listen, man, ice time is precious. So, there you like, go. When you get it. It's like you're going. So um, there was one year that I just went trick or treating as a hockey player. I didn't change. <laughs> I just, you know, obviously had sneakers, skates, on. and all. Yeah, and I remember one parent like he opened the door. He's like, "Is that real hockey gear?" I'm like, "Yeah, I just came from practice." <laughs> <laughs> trick or treat. I mean, it wasn't that. I was still in elementary school. Oh, okay. You know, I was still like I was maybe fourth or fifth grade. Okay. You know, nine, ten. Yeah. Now speaking of going out and trick or treating. I wonder if there are places oh. here in our country where recently, we'll say recently, where the holiday has been kind of um, nixed from the calendar, where it's not permitted, or that there are certain various limitations. Well, absolutely. Extreme limitations. I found from the CBC, Mr. Kaler, the uh, Canadian Broadcast Corporation. A for kids. I mean, not that the whole thing's for kids, but just this is their section. Okay. <laughs> Seven super strict Halloween laws from around the world. Are, are you ready for this? You want to yeah, hear this? Yeah, we yeah. go this way? Okay. Because I found a few too, so we'll, we'll you know, we'll kind of... Go in, ahead. In Walnut Creek, California, USA. Yeah. You actually need a permit to wear a mask on Halloween. Wow. Uh, it was intended to prevent people from causing trouble. Yeah. But I think the skeptics think it's just another cash grab, you know, just another tax. Yeah, yeah. In Dublin, Georgia, mm -hmm. you're not allowed to wear a mask on Halloween if you're older than 16. I think there's a lot of towns within the United States that have, that have now kind of created local statutes like that. Yeah, you know, the, the age of the trick age. or treating. Yeah, they kind of cut it off. Yeah, because you know what, honestly, if you're old enough to be in high school, yeah. Should we be going door to door? I don't know. Is that okay? You sound like an old fuddy-duddy, Mr. Khan. I, I, I don't know. The only thing that's changed is I've been hanging out with uh, you and your colleagues <laughs> Yeah, I found that, that the same thing. Um, I found quite a bit of information on the town of Chesapeake, Virginia. Oh. They limited the trick-or-treating to those people under 12. And if you're over 14 and you get caught, you could face some misdemeanor charges. Up to six months in jail and a 25 to $100 fine. Wow. Yeah. So I guess they're pretty serious about curbing that uh, teenage yeah. naughtiness. In Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, Mr. Kaler. 
Ah, trick-or-treating is illegal on a Sunday. Ah. This, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, okay, that Sabbath. makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. So if you're a kid in Rehoboth Beach, you got to go trick-or-treating on Saturday night if if Halloween falls on a Sunday. Yeah, I, I fact, in fact, I also found in the state of, Ma- in the Commonwealth, excuse me, of Massachusetts, um, as of 2020, there were 14 cities that limited trick-or-treating. Wow. To some degree, which I, again, it goes back to that New England... Yeah, the Puritan. Uh, yeah. One of the staples, perhaps, of Halloween, silly string. Ooh. Hollywood, California. You're not allowed to use silly string between midnight on Halloween to noon the next day. <laughs> Are you surprised to see such structure from California, Mr. Kaler? I know you have your opinions. Uh, no comment. Okay. No comment. Good, because our listener base is growing in California. We don't want to okay. alienate them. Yeah. All right, so, so my, here's my question. Yeah. Uh, I've got two questions for you. Okay. Your favorite yes. Halloween candy. Oh, so favorite Halloween candy. Yeah. Um, so I am very partial. I really like Milky Ways. Yeah. Um, Three Musketeers is also a good haul. Uh-huh. Can't go wrong with Snickers bar. Okay. And then there's the Hershey's Minis, right? So yeah. So you have, you have like the actual, like the traditional standard slightly sour chocolate Hershey bar, which, you know, the little mini, that's, that's, how can you, I mean, it's as close to perfection as you can come wrapped in foil. Then there was the crackle. It was all right. Uh, the Mr. Good Mr. Bar. Mr. Good Bar. Mm. Okay, here's a crucial question. Yeah. Are you an Almond Joy fan? I am. You're I, a big coconut guy. I, you know. And I almonds. Do, I do like almonds. Yeah. Did you have a tradition at all to also then watch after you were done trick-or-treating and whatnot, you came home. Of course, it's dark at that point, but yet it's still only maybe 7 o'clock, 7 p.m. Did you ever watch then that evening, um, It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown? Was All- that tradition? Mr. Kaler, it wasn't Halloween without the Great Pumpkin. And who did you identify with? Um, which Peanuts character? I wish I was as cool as Snoopy Joe Cool. Uh, but, you know, an objective observer would probably be like, no, man, you're Charlie Brown. Really? No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm being self-deprecating, Mr. Taylor. <laughs> I- I'm more of a Linus guy. Okay. Yeah. I think we've covered everything that we wanted to. Good grief. Yeah. Wow, we're up to 45 minutes, Mr. Taylor. We'll definitely pare this down. By the time I get done cutting out all the nonsense and get to the good stuff, we'll have a solid three seconds of content, <laughs> Mr. Kaler. For sure. So, Mr. Kaler. Mr. Khan. Um, all right, well, let's talk about She-Hulk now. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. I believe this is what you're looking for, Mr. Kaler. <laughs> there you go. Oddly enough, the button is green when I hit that. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're selling it short. But anyway, Mr. Kaler. Mr. Khan. A spooky Halloween to you. And likewise to you. I hope you have a good time. Thank you. You too. Live long. And prosper. Indeed. I think we are ready. Let me just make sure. I'm rolling right now, so all of this magic is being caught as we speak. Kaylee's trying to get on at least his B-plus game, okay? Okay, okay. Okay.